Hey, this is Stu at Bitcoin Fi, and I wanted to talk a little bit about one of the properties of Bitcoin that makes it unique, and this is especially pertinent with what's going on in Canada. So there's this thing going on with what's called a freedom convoy that is basically tired of vaccine and mask mandates, and so I hardly have followed the news on this. I'm getting my news from other podcasts and Bitcoiners, but basically... These truckers decided to go into Ottawa and start blocking up some of the roads in the city and I think on the border between Canada and America, somewhere in Michigan, there is a, a place where a lot of truckers come through. And basically what's happened is these truckers are kind of jamming up supply chain and not allowing people or supplies to, to move, right? Now, there's some bad implications. I'm not really going to comment on the political stuff. I don't really care. I mean, full disclosure, I am vaccinated, but I am not boosted. I wear masks. I comply with mask mandates. It makes sense to me that there's a reason and there's a time and a place that I would want to do these things. But it also makes sense to me that a lot of people are frustrated and they're vaccinated and yet they still can't go see their grandma, you know, depending on where they live, and maybe their grandma's vaccinated too, but they're still being forced to comply with some of these draconian restrictions and whatever else. So basically what happened is all these truckers and then like I think other random people just kind of started blocking all these roads, and it's bad because now fire trucks and ambulances can't really get through, and yeah, it's it's kind of bad. This is Canada in the winter, and they're just like sitting in their trucks for days on end, and it sounds just crazy, but they're trying to like send a message to the government. And like I said, I'm just spitballing the little detail that I know because I really haven't followed this that close. But there was a GoFundMe set up to support the Freedom Convoy and to buy them gas and to buy them meals and whatever else. And it got shut down. Um, basically, I think GoFundMe got political and said, no, we're not going to support this. We're going to refund anyone who donated. And so someone set up a Bitcoin wallet for the Freedom Convoy. And guess what? You can't stop it. Bitcoin is censorship resistant. Okay? It is not anonymous. You can see all the transactions on the Bitcoin network in the blockchain. But it is permissionless. Okay? When Bitcoins are transmitted on the Bitcoin network, there is no human intervention deciding whether the transaction should be allowed. That's a quote from this book, The Bullish Case for Bitcoin. I'm going to keep going from this book. It says, As a distributed peer-to-peer -peer network, Bitcoin is, by its very nature, designed to be censorship-resistant. This is in stark contrast to the fiat banking system, where states regulate banks and other gatekeepers out of money transmission to report and prevent outlaw uses of monetary goods. A classic example of regulated money transmission is capital controls. A wealthy millionaire, for instance, may find it infeasible or risky to transfer wealth to a new domicile if they wish to flee an oppressive regime. Although gold is not issued by states, its physical nature makes it difficult to transport, making it far more susceptible to state control than Bitcoin. All right, India had a Gold Control Act that is an example of this type of regulation. FDR made owning gold illegal back in the 40s right? So crazy. Bitcoin excels in this attribute and it allows it to outcompete modern and ancient monetary goods. And 
this is a strong incentive for its increasing adoption. Okay, so here's a tweet from a guy named Dennis Porter. He says, the Canadian government is calling for Bitcoin addresses to be blocked, which means Canada is going to show the world that Bitcoin can't be stopped. This is crazy what's happening in Canada. I would imagine, and I know nothing about Canadian politics, but I would imagine it's not that different from America, where about half of people are against vaccines or mandates or whatever, and about half of people, roughly, are for them, or whatever else, right? It's probably not all that different. I have no idea, though. But maybe it's 30, 70, whatever. But what if the government froze your bank account here in America? Last year, the narrative for Bitcoin was an inflation hedge. This year, it looks like it's more than that because inflation is still around. But right now, the selling point for a lot of people is this is censor is that this is censorship resistant money. If you are on the wrong side of politics at a certain point in time, your government might cancel you financially and freeze your bank account. A lot of people in Canada are waking up to the fact that their government is oppressing them. And good news, there's a way out. It's called Bitcoin. Now don't misunderstand. I'm not saying that what the Freedom Convoy is doing is right. I'm not saying that I agree with it. I'm just saying it's happening. And whether you like it or not, this is one of the pros and cons of Bitcoin. Because it's censorship-resistant money, people you don't like are going to use it for things you don't approve of. And no one can stop them. But what's happening in Canada is scary because it's essentially turning into a dictatorship. Uh, the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, invoked the Emergencies Act and threatened to bar truckers protesting vaccine mandates from the traditional financial system. Okay, Basically ban them from the traditional financial system over these anti-vaccine mandates. And what the government has done is if you are part of the Freedom Convoy, they're going to freeze your bank account so that you can't buy gas or food or pay your bills. If you supported them or donated to them, are they going to freeze or suspend your bank account without a court order or due process with this emergency power? Are they going to let this emergency power go? So it's just crazy right now. And one of the articles I'm reading it shows that over 20 Bitcoin was donated, which is about $900,000, to help the Freedom Convoy, to get them gas and whatever else. So it's just kind of crazy, but just know that this isn't too far-fetched. It could happen to us. What if you were on the wrong side of politics in the wrong time in your country? What if the government froze your bank account? How would you feel? What would you do? This is the type of thing that you would expect to see from like North Korea or China or other countries like that. Not really from Canada. It's just kind of a crazy power grab and kind of scary as to what kind of power a central government can have over you. It's, I don't know, it's kind of unprecedented. It's, it's just crazy. I would imagine a good amount of Canadians are waking up to the fact that Bitcoin is freedom money. Bitcoin is censorship resistant. And there's something to be said for that. None of this should be construed as my political views or anything what I hope the most is that there can be a peaceful resolution to these problems that people can come together and work together to find reasonable solutions. I mean, I don't have a horse in this race. And also, I'm just going to say this statement, and I'm just going to leave it there because I haven't really talked about this, but central bank digital currencies are not the answer. China has the digital 
yen or yuan or whatever it's called, but China has a digital whatever Chinese dollar, and it's on the blockchain, and the government can control your bank account. They can freeze it with code because now it is code. It's on a blockchain, but it's centralized, not distributed, not decentralized like Bitcoin. So central bank digital currencies are even more scary than normal money and what's happening in Canada right now. So I think that is clearly not the answer, but Canada is basically doing a huge advertisement for Bitcoin, and it's a little crazy, it's a little scary. And these are just my thoughts, opinions, takeaways, impressions. This is not a definitive take or anything. you got to do your own research and see if this value proposition for Bitcoin makes sense to you. But anyway, I just wanted to share this information, and remember that financial independence is doable, and I'll be back with you soon.